Welcome to Welcome to the Hollow Manor. I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And we're here to discuss Season 4, Episode 19 of Charmed. We're off to see the wizard. So this is a fun episode. It's the accumulation of a character arc, kind of. You know who really, really brought it this episode? Not Holly Marie Combs for a change? Yeah, no one. No one brought it this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, this should be an amazing episode. Why is it not? This episode is Phoebe's turn to darkness. Something which the show has been teasing since almost episode one. Like, we've been dealing with the fact that Phoebe has a propensity towards darkness. The others don't. Although I really feel like that's more been talked about rather than actually seen. Yeah, right? But told not shown but i mean her fireballs manifest like it's a thing phoebe uh, she was born over the nexus uh a very powerful thing which is neither good nor evil like she had her the past evil life past life Ugh, i just it this should be a great episode and look in the year of our lord 2023 we absolutely understand what it is to be burnt out like we get it but I mean, yeah, there's a lot of halved asses in this uh, episode of Charmed, which, again, this is the episode where Phoebe becomes the queen of hell. Cole is being coronated as the source of all evil. Why are we all at half speed? Anyway, that's that's what's happening. Cole, Cole is being coronated as the source of all evil. He's, and He's having his evil confirmation. I was actually thinking that he was being like a sourcezilla. Okay, so I know we've talked about this a little, but there's a weird thing here where Cole is the source, but he's different from the old sources, except he's also the same source that was before. Okay, no, the source is like a mystical floaty around spirit. Yeah, we've been using the Phoenix Force as a as a comparison the phoenix and gene are connected phoenix is gene gene is phoenix except kind of not and sometimes the phoenix is other people honestly i was gonna say maybe considering what's gonna happen premonition wise in this episode deep space nine would be the better analogy where the source is like a trill uh but that's not even how it works like the source takes is actually more buffy right the source is a demon, it takes over the body, it kills what was in the body, and that's what's going on. It, it looks like you, it walks like you, it talks like you, it has all your memories, but it is a demon that has set up house in, the, in your body. Although, yeah. that is what they say in Buffy, but we later come to find out that vampires are more complicated than that. But the point is... I mean, Harmony is basically the same, except she kills people sometimes. Right. No, my point is... Cole is not to blame. Oh yeah, this this episode, it's really weird knowing the direction they will eventually go with Cole. Like they give Cole such a huge out this episode for his behavior later, and then they just never use it. Also, also an out for the Phoebe pregnancy plot, which we will talk about when it gets mentioned here. I mean, uh, uh. but. We should just get into it. Doesn't make it better. Speaking of Phoebe, she learned at the end of last episode that she's pregnant, so that's gonna be. Yeah, she's been. Hey, 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 Max. Yeah. Phoebe is 
with child. Yeah. Yes, now Phoebe is with child. That's a reference to our other podcast, our our Welcome to the Uncharted Territories podcast about Farscape, where Aaron is is pregnant. Is with child, as as Naranti. These names mean nothing to you if, you, if you're not familiar with Farscape and or our Farscape podcast. But Naranti very dramatically told John Crichton that uh, Aaron was with child. And it got replayed in basically every previously on, even in episodes where it really did not affect the plot. Yep, that's accurate. But Phoebe being with child very much does affect this plot. All right, so, but not yet. First, first, first Cole is talking to the officiant the uh the coronation officiant about being coronated the source and he's isn't he already the source i mean i i think the thing with this is that like since he unified the tribes of hell he's going to get some sort of new extra power by doing this no no this is like this is definitely a source thing because this will help him repress the part of coal that keeps trying to come out because there's a part of coal that keeps trying to come out do other people want to be the source yes yes people absolutely do i even though it destroys the person you were and i i i mean it's not like being the dark one where you're still essentially yourself it's just you're you're basically all the worst parts of yourself given near omnipotent power well, back in the, like, bat caves of this... Bat caves, not bat caves. Oh, okay. The the caves behind the caves of this, like, cavern where the coronation is going to be held, we see a person who does very much want to be the source, we will learn. And that is a, a small, bald man wearing a bathrobe a, a a a child's level costume of a wizard yes like a his dad's bathrobe wizard costume yeah this is a little uh it's whatever's under spirit halloween i feel so I, can we just are, are we going to spoil the premonition here? I feel like I have to. Yeah, it's like the episode where John Cho is a ghost, where you have to mention the ghost is John Cho. Right, the wizard is Armin Shimmerman, and this this man was Quark. This man was Principal Snyder. It's It, it feels offensive. Two characters of equal importance. They are. Okay, well, not equal. Principal. Don't downplay Principal Snyder. Oh, no. He he is an iconic figure in Buffy, but for two seasons. Two and a half. Fl- Flutie is, Flutie's gone before the season one's over. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Two and, two and a half. Yeah, and listen, I know this because... It's the pre- kind of woolly-headed thinking that leads to being eaten. Yes. In preparation for this episode, I watched Armin Shimmerman's uh, Q&A from Dragon Con from 2010. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how when they cast him, because he originally read for Flutie and was not cast. Mm-hmm. And they told him, well, we're going to kill off principles a lot. It's going to be like the drummers in Spinal Tap. So when they called him in to be Snyder, they were like, come in, do a couple episodes, and then we'll kill you off. And then they stuck around for, for three years. Yeah, because Principal Snyder was a really good character to play off. Yeah. You know, he, 
well, we'll talk. This part I will say for premonitions, but this man has like been on serious shows doing serious things, and he's been doing the kind of sci-fi where he's in like a makeup chair for two hours, and and you give him a bathrobe and like a PVC wizard staff, and you're like, just just go out there, just wizard it up. And and you know what? I don't want to. No, no disrespect to this man who is a sci-fi slash fantasy icon mm. of of late nineties, early two thousands television, but yes. he is he is also phoning it in. Not that I blame him. Yeah, very much. Nobody is on give a shit mode. He blorks into the rehearsal for Cole's becoming the source for realsies thing. He illusions up an illusion guy. Illusions. Okay, that's the one we get. We get one Arrested Development reference. Okay, but I have to explain that I am not just making an Arrested Development reference for the sake of making an Arrested Development reference. That's legit the way he says illusions every time he says it. He's like, I have crafted illusions. (laughs) So he makes an illusionary demon guard and he's like, you're going to bring me, we're going to, we're going to Wookiee prisoner escape it. Yeah, and this is this is what he this is what he does, right? He he creates illusions and that's his big thing. So he makes an illusion of a guard so that he can get into the the center chamber or whatever. Which you'd think the demon priest guy who is not the demon priest guy who married Cole and Phoebe, weirdly enough, but a different demon priest. Anyway, you'd think he'd be like, hey, why are you bringing this person you've arrested into the antechamber where we're preparing to, you know, make Cole the source? Why are Belthazar the source? Like, this seems like a bad place to bring a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. But the reason he has had himself brought into the center chamber is because he wants to steal the Grimoire, which is the Dark Book of Shadows. Which, why was that not a reoccurring thing in this show? That would have been a really, really cool, uh, unlike the Hollow, that would have been a really cool thing to show up a lot. Honestly, I feel like if more people had cared about this episode as it was being made, it, not only would the episode have been better, obviously, but so much of this would have come back. Like, imagine if Armin Shimon had not hated every second that he was on set when he was doing Charmed, and this was actually a character that they brought back over and over. Imagine if they had given him a cool costume. Like, I just, I feel like this whole episode is just wasted potential. Yeah, again, especially for Phoebe, because this is a huge payoff for her character. Granted, not one that's been really properly built up to, but, like, again, they've been laying the seeds for this for so long, and... It's not a bad episode either. It's just, it's so middle of the road for what should be a very, very important episode of Charmed. Charmed episodes, I have decided, fall into two camps. Mm-hmm. Terrible conceit. And and those can be great because it can be a terrible conceit hilariously done, right? Yeah. Terrible conceit or wasted potential. That's basically what you've got with Charmed. And the, the appeal of Charmed, like the... The tantalizing appeal of Charmed, the like, the like literally tantalous fruit that can never be reached is the good concept completely wasted. Like, and I know before we got here, before we got to where we are today, I have talked about Cole being completely that, a, a wasted opportunity. 
And I believe I have specifically noted Phoebe is the queen of hell. Wasted. That's what we have. So someone in the writer's room is trying to do something. Okay. Because the first line that we get from, oh, uh, Armin Shimmerman, the wizard, he fails to steal the grimoire. Yeah, he attempts to steal the grimoire. He voips out and calls like, okay, we should keep an eye on that before the real ceremony. Yeah. So the first line that we get from Piper, the first line we get from any of the sisters is Piper saying to Paige, do you want to lose a sister? Because they're about to question mark. Honestly, Phoebe being the queen of hell changes very little about her life. Again, this also feels like it probably should have been like a season-long arc instead of something that's going to be wrapped up in, I think, two or three episodes. They, sh- Yes, it, this, this slow burn was way too slow. This should have been seeded way earlier. Uh, another thing that happened last week is that Paige, in Becoming a Vampire, was like, oh yeah, Cole is definitely a demon, and Piper finally believes it. So... The two of them are going to go have a talk with Phoebe about how her husband is a demon. They're going to have to really pussyfoot around it, it, though. Piper's like, look, Phoebe's a giant, sensitive whiner baby, and if you say anything about her stupid husband, she's going to go into hysterics and run screaming off into the woods, so we need to play this gently. Yeah, I mean, why do you think no one's ever said anything to her about her terrible, terrible outfits? (laughs) Okay. Okay, I kind of... I love the setup. They... They, they take the magic elevator that opens directly into Cole's apartment, directly into Cole's apartment. Okay. I know this is a thing, that's, but... That's, that's how most penthouse elevators work. Continue. That's such a rich person It's not person magic, thing. it's just rich. Yeah. yeah. So, they go, and Phoebe is cover of a Jodi Bacolt booking so hard. She's like... She's lit by gentle lighting as, like, a room full of curtains wafts gently behind her. She stares out a window at golden hour. And she's wearing this terrible floor-length knit cardigan, which, yes, is definitely Jodi Picoult aesthetic. Hmm. So before her sisters can tell her that her husband is a literal demon, she's like, Wait, I need to tell you, I'm pregnant. To which Paige responds, From Cole? You know what? 10 out of 10 episode. Everything else aside, not even everything else aside, 10 out of 10 just on the strength of that one exchange alone. Uh, uh. Down in the cavern, Cole tells one of the demon guards that he needs to find the wizard and kill him or else he will be next. And it's like, that's not... That's not how you motivate your. That's not how you motivate your employees. Call. By the way, the demon guards are all wearing like again party city gladiator outfits. Not even party city, right? These are like gladiator outfits that are in a little kit that's a toy for children. <laughs> so, back, not in hell. In the penthouse. In the penthouse. <sighs> Piper's like, so does Cole know that you're pregnant yet? And and Phoebe's like, no, he's going to be so disappointed because, you know, we, he just started this fancy new job that got us this fancy new apartment. And, of course, we wanted to have kids eventually, but, you know, I tried so hard not to get pregnant. Stab, 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 Piper. Oh. You know, I feel like 
the general consensus amongst my friends who knew they wanted to have children early as opposed to um the the other the other wave of which I am a part of people who did the eggs going out of business sale and were like, <laughs> okay, time to get pregnant now. Anyway, um people who knew they wanted children early, I think the general consensus seemed to be that people wanted to be married for a year. They wanted a year of like being newlyweds before having a baby. So yeah. I can see how Phoebe's like ready to have a baby, but also this is too early. Mm. Even though last week, I remember she was super disappointed when she thought she was pregnant and then it turned out she wasn't, except she was. I don't know why. I don't know why she got a false negative from the, from the pee on a stick test. Maybe because it's a demon. Is it, it was evil pee. <laughs> and because it's evil, everything it touches comes out negative. Woo. But, yeah, she, she does check in with Piper on, you know, her emotions vis-a-vis -vis the whole her sister being pregnant, even though she's been the one trying. And Piper's like... For three months. For three months, Calm yes. down, Piper, as we said last week. But Piper's like, no, I'm totally happy to be an auntie. So, Paige is... Weird she doesn't have to worry about that at all during the show. Like, if we're not counting the epilogue. Doesn't have to worry about what? Being an aunt. Oh, oh, because you, are, are we spoiling that Phoebe is never actually going to have any kids and neither is Paige? Until the epilogue, but yes. Especially because Phoebe's plot for like three straight years is going to be about trying to find a guy to get her pregnant. Oh my god, you know what? We, there, there's a lot happening. I don't have time to get into how frustrating that is. So Phoebe has a vision of her child, right? Because she's a precog, apparently. Yeah, when she remembers. Yeah, I, I know. I was just that apparently, like it's not. I mean, it is obviously her thing. It just it hardly ever happens. Anyway, she has a vision of herself having a child, and then she becomes obsessed with making it happen. The point of the visions, Phoebe, is that you don't have to make them happen. You saw a vision of yourself as a mother. It. It will happen. Call, you know what? I said it to Piper. I'm, I just I feel like I'm telling women to calm down all day, and that doesn't that's not it's not a good feeling. You don't want to be the person who's telling a bunch of women to calm down, but here I am. This is what charmed has 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 wrought on me. So, Phoebe's like, look, I'm gonna tell Cole, but you all need to get out of the apartment. And Paige is like, I thought Cole said that we weren't supposed to orb in the apartment. She's like, you can't orb in. You can orb out all you want. I mean, to be fair, I, I know that Cole is, like, literally the source of all evil right now, but I don't think it's unreasonable to say I don't want your sisters coming over without calling first. I don't think that's an unreasonable boundary for Cole to have drawn. And for, and I know, I know that Paige knows he's a demon, so Paige's response makes sense as well. But for Paige to be like, Oh, he doesn't want us to come over without letting him know, but we can leave without letting him know? Yes, yes Paige! Yeah, literally, yes! That's how that works. So they orb out literally as Cole walks through the door, and he's like, ew, gross, it smells like orbing in here. I think the door has, like, magic qualities, because how many times has Phoebe walked in just as he, like, infernoed away whatever it was he was doing, and she never noticed? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Cole 
proves how well he knows Phoebe because he's like, hey, you seem distressed. Is something up? And she's like, no. And he's like, ah, you're lying because I can see your wisdom teeth. Because she does a big fake smile. Yeah. And so she gets in the elevator. And as the elevator door is closing, she's like, everything's fine, but I'm pregnant. Bye. This is a sitcom-ass way to reveal that you're pregnant with the Antichrist. Oh, my God. And then Cole's face when he finds out they're pregnant, it's... I. I hate it. I hate it so much. He does this, like, big, over-the-top, oh, my God, I'm gonna be a daddy, and, okay, I just... It's his humanity coming out. That's what humans are like, right? Is that what humans are like? Is that what humans are like? I hate it. I hate it. It's so cartoony. It's so... I'm expecting to hear, like, a sitcom sting. I hate it. And also, okay, him being pleased that he's about to be a father because the part of him that's human is like oh i'm having human feelings for these four divided cells right okay sure fine but the like over the top oh my god i never expected this i know that the feelings are human but the memories remember giving her the special potion to make her pregnant right you went through a lot of trouble to make this happen, Cole. I, uh, back at the manor, the other two sisters are talking about what to do about the fact that their third sister is banging a demon. Which is honestly the kind of thing that you think they would have more of a plan for at the Hallowell Manor. Seriously. Because... Paige is all, so we have to tell Phoebe now, right? Like, we can't, we can't, we can't, I don't want to say pussyfoot again, but we can't pussyfoot around this anymore. Like, the we need to just tell her the fact that Cole's a demon and that, you know, she's pregnant with demon spawn and demons are going to be shooting out of her vagina and mauling people, probably. Okay, Piper's like, the last thing that Phoebe needs is this kind of stress and... Paige is like, but Cole might hurt her. And Piper's like, oh, Cole would never hurt her. And I guess she's right. She is right about that. But also, he he he's the source of all evil. I mean, they, they just think he's a demon again, though. They don't know he's the source. So. Also bad, but not as bad. Yes. So this house, with its many, many wards, which is exactly what you would do at the Hallowell... No, I'm just kidding. No, Armin Shimmerman comes just running in. Like, they didn't even lock the door, apparently. He just comes running in, and he's like, Hey, help me! And then one of the demon guards is chasing him, and... Okay, this is good. I, good, good job, Holly Marie Combs. Just turning back, completely annoyed. Not even... Not even a second glance to the demon, just like a hand wave to blow him up. Like, oh my god. And the whole, don't demons know what house this is? Like, she's very tongue in cheek this episode, which is such a weird way to play it, considering the whole sister she actually likes is pregnant with demon spawn. But Piper's just like, eh, that's her attitude this whole episode. <laughs> yes. Eh. So, but then it turns out that the running wizard wasn't even actually the wizard. It was an illusion that he had created and he's sitting in the solarium and is like, hey, thanks for killing the guy that was chasing me. And they're like, how dare you use us to vanquish your enemies? And 
isn't that what everyone uses the charmed ones for basically it is kind of i mean i guess they occasionally do help people without murdering sentient beings like they they helped owl guy hook up with wolf lady yeah they did and the guy exploded because they hooked up but that wasn't the thrust of what they were doing there yeah anyway our instrument is like yeah i'm a wizard but i'm a good wizard you can tell because i'm beautiful okay he and Holly Marie Combs are both very much half-assing all of their acting this episode, but I do kind of like the dynamic these two characters have. This is what I'm saying. If if either of them had all asked at this episode, this could have been a fun recurring thing. It's just... He's like... He's being such a petty asshole to Piper, and Piper's just kind of... tolerating him... It's interesting because she seems very, very, very mildly annoyed and a little amused by everything he's doing. Like, he calls her Peeper. Uh-huh. And she's like, Piper. But she, she's kind of smiling. It's it's such an odd way to play this, but... Yeah, it is weird. Like, he's her little brother or something. Oh my god, that is kind of how they're doing it. So we learn that this wizard is the last of all of the wizards. All of the other wizards have been killed... And so he wants revenge for all of the dead wizards. And I do really like that Paige is like, Leo, good or evil? And Leo's like, I don't know. Wizards have been basically extinct for longer than I've been a white lighter. Mm-hmm. Although I, I do want to point out, I do believe that we have met an evil wizard in the show before. Is that true? I'm pretty sure we did. But since he obviously would have been vanquished because he was an evil wizard... You know, it stands to reason that Armin Shimmerman could, in fact, be the last wizard. Sure, sure. So, he tells them that they didn't actually vanquish the source, they just killed the body the source was living in, and now the source has a new body, because that's how the source works, and they're like, god damn it. Which is fair. Is there a reason why Cole's source vanquish is, like, the final one? Because you'd think he would just go body hopping again, right? I don't remember there being a good reason. I guess we can... Maybe there was. Again, it's been a while since I've watched these episodes because I've been saving them so they'll be fresh on the podcast. (laughs) But, yeah, I just kind of remember them doing the same vanquish they did last time, but it worked for some reason this time. Yeah, yeah. So he uses his wizard powers to conjure himself up a, a giant male turkey so that he can eat a turkey leg. Okay. And Leo's like, I'm going to... By the way, that's... I feel like that was weird that I specified the gender of the turkey he's eating. I'm assuming it's a hormone thing. It's because of how giant the turkey legs are. That's why they're... That's The turkey legs that are served at Ren Fairs and stuff are from male turkeys. That's why they're so big. Ah. Usually. Sometimes they're like fake turkey legs, and it's actually a, a massive part of the thigh, and that's why it's so big, but... So Leo goes up to White Laterland to check with the elders to see what they know about this particular wizard. Because he's like, I know some wizards were good, but some wizards were evil because that's the way people work. Uh, No, apparently that's just the way wizards work, right? (laughs) Because witches have to get locked into being good or evil within the first 24 hours. Oh, maybe wizards do too, but... So Leo's going to go check and they're just going to keep an eye on Armin Shimmerman and make sure that he doesn't... I don't know, 
try to steal the Book of Shadows. And Paige is going to go get Phoebe and fill her in on everything. Honestly, he probably should have also been after the Book of Shadows, right? I bet there's all sorts of really cool, weird magic you could cast if you had both the Grimory. Grimoire? Grimoire. Sorry, uh, Wicked has warped my <laughs> pronunciation. The Grimoire and the uh, Book of Shadows. I bet if you had both, you could cast some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, at the penthouse, Cole is shopping for baby stuff. On babyshopping.org. And uh, there's little midi baby music as he's scrolling through the site, which... Yeah, yeah. And then his evil paralegal shows up and is like, what are you doing? Are you looking for baby stuff? He's like, I'm just keeping up appearances. And she's like, appearances for who, Cole? You are alone. Making a lot of very good points for someone who will make a series of very bad decisions later this episode. I feel for her. I really do. I mean, when we were watching this episode, you pointed out how often she was overplaying her hand. And you were not wrong. But I feel for her that she's like, look, Cole, I am so loyal to you. I'm basically in love with you and completely loyal to you and will do anything for you. And I need you to understand that if you do not snap out of it, everyone is going to rise up against you because you're going to look weak. And he's like, are you, are you opposing me? Are you against me? And it's like, fuck her. That, she could not have possibly been more on your side right now. She could not have made it clearer. Yeah, yeah. She, she tells him, like, look. It's cute that you're half human or whatever, but you need to be on the ball. Not to steal some dialogue from you, but there are a shit ton of factions out there that would love to take your place as the source. And if you do not lock down this, you know, massive power upgrade, they are going to kill you and your witch and your baby. I mean, the real problem is that she thinks she can distract him from being in love by being sexy. Yeah, she thinks his penis is stronger than his heart, and in the case of Cole, that's just not—that's just not true. Yeah, she she's like, look, if you give in to me, if you sleep with me, then, you know, your heart will be less taken with Phoebe. You will be less human, and thus better able to protect Phoebe. And he's like, wait, that's dumb. That's dumb logic. Well, she also is going to suggest that she carry the evil baby since it's not really Phoebe's baby. Yeah, he... It's this weird thing where she's like... It's just setting up the out for later. So I guess points for seeding that. But she's she mentions, look, I can carry the baby. You know, Phoebe has done her part in the creation of this being thus hinting that maybe it's not actually Phoebe's baby, except that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's only to, like, keep from completely burning Phoebe's character. Yeah, but she's like, look, the seer has a special magic that can transfer embryos from one person to another, so all we need to do is, look, we just need to do that spell, and then I can bear your child, and uh, then I can take your, you know, I can take her place as queen of hell by your side. And he's like, that's, no, leave. As, as we said, completely overplaying her hand. He's like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that, no. So speaking of completely destroying Phoebe's character, <laughs> Phoebe is in 
the newspaper office and she, I don't even know who she's talking to, but she's like, the person she's yelling at on the other end of the line, she's telling them, you have no idea how difficult my job is. Every single week, I have to answer three questions. And I have to give subjective advice that requires no research. Do you have any idea how difficult that is? Yeah, Paige comes in because she, you know, found out that they're anointing a new source and it's going to be Mega Satan. And Mega Satan's going to raise the earth and destroy all who, you know, dwell upon her. And Phoebe's like, whatever, I have to write my advice column. She's like, screw the power of three. They're lovelorn, lovelorn in, what's a, what's a, what's a neighborhood in, in San Francisco? Lubbock. Uh, no, I, do, I don't know neighborhood. Uh, lovelorn in the Tenderloin. Ooh, that's, lovelorn in the Tenderloin needs to hear from Ask Phoebe. I mostly know that because when I went to visit my uh, aunt who lives in Sausalito, which is next to San Francisco, I, I'd go into the city for the day and she'd be like, avoid the Tenderloin. Because ah. it, it's where all of the bad stuff happens. By bad, do you mean fun? No, I, I mostly mean like junkies hang out there a lot. Oh, okay. So more systematic. Uh, Poverty it, and yeah. not, okay. Not, not the Castro. No. <laughs> not the Castro. So... Oh my god, I just, I can't, I can't get over, I can't get over this, this whole thing with Phoebe. Because here's, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal, dear listener. Phoebe is behaving in this manner because she's being influenced by the fact that she has a demon parasite inside of her. Fair. And yet... She will continue acting like this for the rest of the show. Exactly. So Paige shows up and is like... We need to we need to power through it. And after after Phoebe has her blow up moment, she's like, "Oh wait, I'm being ridiculous. Okay, I guess we we do need to take care of that. But first, I must speak with my husband." And Paige is like, "Yeah, about your husband." Yeah. After Phoebe says, "Screw the power of three, Paige is like, "Oh, you'd never say anything like that if you weren't under the influence of a demonic embryo." Speaking of. Yeah. She tells Phoebe her evidence that Cole is a demon, which is basically the fact that the vampire that bit Phoebe last week, or Paige, the vampire bit Paige, the vampire that bit Paige last week was hanging out with Cole. And Phoebe is like, just because he hangs out with vampires doesn't mean he is a vampire. True. I guess that's true. But also, like, they've all kind of co-worked with demons a lot. Yeah. Plus, you know, fill in lawyer bloodsucker joke here. Wah, wah. But yeah, she's like, I don't believe you. You're stupid and ugly and I hate you. Bye, Paige. Paige, by the way, totally throws Piper under the bus and is like, Piper thinks so too. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, on one hand, there's no reason to drag Piper into this. But on the other hand, it's not like Phoebe's just going to listen to Paige. So. Yeah, I guess. Although she is, she is suspicious. So she goes to the penthouse and she... Slips over to Cole's briefcase and is rifling through it, trying to find evidence of demonic activity. She puts on her best sexy Mrs. Marple outfit. Well, I mean, it's the same floor-length terrible cardigan that she was wearing before, but now she's also wearing a cloche hat. 
which also has the same like ribbony feathery things on it yes can i talk for a second about what she finds in cole's briefcase yes i it's i i mean maybe i shouldn't say anything because maybe my briefcase is not that much more organized but it's like a stack of disorganized papers like a file folder that is unconnected to the paper like who who organized this briefcase the paralegal she spent and she spends all of her time trying to screw uh cole also demons but like i'm just wondering what phoebe thinks she's gonna find in cole's briefcase like oh a blood-stained athame i guess he is a demon again I'm, I'm I'm just imagining what kind of court paperwork she would see. <laughs> Cole's defending Asmirandi on the cruel. Hey, hey. It is the cornerstone of the American legal system that no matter who you are, you deserve a zealous defense. Mm. But if all the contracts are signed in blood, then maybe she can become suspicious. So... She's playing Encyclopedia Brown around the apartment trying to find, you know, evidence that Cole's evil. And instead she just finds Cole, who's setting up a baby surprise for her. I don't even understand what he has done. He's, he has filled the bedroom with balloons and flowers and stuffed animals because he's so excited about the baby. And Cole, you know what pregnant women really need? A shit ton of flowers. Like, I, I guess I get that she's all excited that Cole is excited about the baby, but, I mean, I, best case scenario, these flowers have no odor. Like, the woman is pregnant, Cole. So... Cole kisses her, and then he kisses her belly, and she's like, oh, I can't accuse him of being a demon now. He got me flowers and is kissing my nether regions. I hate that. Oh, oh, it's creepy. Don't kiss pregnant women's bellies. I mean, I guess, whatever. If that's your relationship, that's fine, but I don't like it. I do like that we go out on commercial on the flowers that Phoebe's carrying that Cole bought for her, and then when we come back, uh, we come back on flowers that are sitting in the front in the manor yeah. yeah that was a nice like directorial touch so Paige tells piper what phoebe said about you know screw the power of three and piper's like oh it's probably just pregnancy hormones and then Paige is like and then i told her that cole's a demon and she's really mad at both of us because i told him threw you under the bus and piper gets angry storms off into the kitchen which is now a the illusion of the cavern that yes. the wizard has created so that they can practice stealing the grimoire. I guess that's not a terrible idea. He has convinced them that the way to stop the coronation is to steal the grimoire. Which, fair. So, are you familiar with the game Shadowrun? Uh, in theory, but not in practice. So Shadowrun is a role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Unlike, a thing that differentiates it from, like, D&D is that in general, and, and, you know, your mileage may vary depending on who your storyteller is, stuff like that, of course. But in general, in Shadowrun, you're not an adventuring party. 
you're a heist crew, right? You're doing a heist. Mm. Theoretically, in a Shadowrun game, you should come up with a plan for whatever thing you're going to steal, whatever thing you're going to do, and then execute that plan, and you could conceivably never actually get into a fight. Mm-hmm. In reality, no plan survives its first encounter with reality, and you just have to shoot your way out. Which is to say, maybe the Charmed Ones are wasting their time planning a heist with the Grimoire. To be fair, the plan that they come up with is basically, okay, so Paige is going to orb us all into this cave, Piper's going to blow up demons, and Paige is going to shove the Grimoire in a bag. Because, as, you know, as evil can't touch the Book of Shadows, good can't touch the Grimoire. Okay, so good can't touch the grimoire. But it can shove it in a bag. Yeah, well, so Paige is doing it because she's orbing it into the bag. Should not work. Yeah, that seems like a real cheat. Demons who have teleporting powers can't, or telekinetic powers, can't telekinetically grab the Book of Shadows, can they? Yeah, I mean, it would make more sense if Paige just had to, like, throw the bag over the grimoire without touching it. Although even then, like... Yeah, I mean... A mystical tome that can mystically protect itself seems like it should be able to not get caught in a bag, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Phoebe shows up because even though she's mad at her sisters, she's still a charmed one and she's still going to stop the coronation. They undo the illusion, but just to show that he's still a wizard, Armin Shimmerman wizards up a couple of sexy ladies to rub his back while he talks like they're literally like tavern wenches okay so phoebe does come into the scene she opens the door into the kitchen sees the illusion demon guards and immediately you know flies through the air kicking one and then she crashes into a giant uh, thing and she's like wow it's a good thing i'm not pregnant or otherwise that might be a bad thing that just happened yeah she's fine they catch her up on the situation and she's like yeah i'm in i may be mad at you because i love cole and i trust him with my heart but i am still you know a charmed one and the duty comes first blah 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 and the wizard just in case phoebe's not getting the point of the episode is like, hey, just so you know, I'm doing all of this to get revenge because my family was killed and there's nothing more important than family. And, okay, I I don't want to give away the ending halfway through the episode, but fuck it, I guess. Oh, oh, I'm totally okay with it. That This whole scene really pissed me off when we first, well, really pissed me off is giving it too much credit for being able to manipulate my emotions. I was like, ugh, that's really trite. But it makes a lot more sense when you're like, oh, he is actively trying to manipulate the Charmed Ones into doing what he wants. Well, if this episode was better directed, acted, written, this would be really cool because he's getting to Phoebe by explaining to her how important family is. And then at the end of the episode, she makes a turn where she chooses to become the Queen of Hell because she chooses that her family is Cole and her child. And not her sisters. Yeah. Like, that's not not her family. That's her family. Like, if the show had kind of done some more with that, this could have been a much better episode. But it didn't, so here we are. So they're rehearsing the ceremony again? It's rehearsal dinner. Yeah. I guess they really want to have this nailed, you know? Yeah. 
well, up I mean, to and including having the special magic book out. Well, considering how wrong things go at the rehearsal, maybe it's good that they tried to get it all squared away. But the Charmed Ones orb in, they steal the book, the wizard and Cole fight, it's like a whole thing. Although, okay, okay. This is this is the one moment where I, I really liked Armin Shimmerman. Mm-hmm. Because the guards come into the room where he is, he creates an illusion of coal, and has the illusion of coal tell the guards to go away. And then once the guards go away, he like... Well, he tells the guards to turn around, and then he kills them both. The wizard kills both of the guards. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. The guards are now dead, but that's not what I was focused on. What I was focused on was the longing way that Armin Shimmerman looks at Cole and says, Ah, oh, if only you were real. Yeah, and he kind of, like, rubs Cole's face with his staff. Yeah, he does. Which is a an interesting choice, I'm assuming, on the part of Armin Shimmerman. This I can't is... imagine he was directed to do that. Yeah, but Illusion Cole bloips away after, you know, that very weirdly erotically charged moment. It, it, it is unconnected to anything else, but I'm, I'm glad it's there. I think. If only you were mine. Meanwhile, Piper is exploding demons left, right, and center, and Phoebe's Piper's just... Piper's doing, like, 100% of the work. Yeah, Phoebe's just kind of... Or... Yeah. Phoebe's just kind of whizzing around with her levitation power, like, look at me, I'm helping also! Look, I'm gonna kick a guy, and Paige is, like, trying to wrestle the book into a bag. Ah, uh, but then... But then Phoebe shoots a fireball out of her hands because she's evil. And shooting fireballs is an evil power. Sorry, Billy, every teen from a couple episodes ago. Remember the pirate? Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and they explicitly say in a couple of scenes that fireballs are not just an evil power, but like a high-level evil power, and everybody should be afraid of Phoebe right now. Sucks for you. His his name ended up not being Billy. It was like... Yeah, whatever it was. Johnny or something. But yeah, everyone's flipping out because even though the mission was successful, they got the grimoire. Grimoire. Grim- grimoire. God, Wicked messed me up. Wicked... Wicked has has ruined my vocabulary in several ways. Now, to be fair, Piper does try to, like, come up with a reason that the fireballs aren't evil. She's like, maybe this is just your power growing. And she's like, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, Phoebe's like... Like, levitation somehow makes sense when connected to precog abilities. Yes, Phoebe's like, that doesn't make any sense, Piper. My abilities are precognition and levitation. Yeah, yeah. Two completely unconnected things. Why not fireballs, Phoebe? Although why not? She does remind Piper that her past life that was evil had fireballs, so that's why she's also concerned. Hey, what did non-evil Prue's past life have as a power again? Photography? <laughs> Ice breath. Oh my god, I forgot that. Yeah, like, Piper's past life was the only one who had a worn power, which I don't like. I'm sorry. I know we've talked this to death in other episodes, but I feel like everyone should have a worn power, not just... It shouldn't just follow the line like that. Well, they weren't they weren't Warrens. They were cousins. I would still make them Warrens. 
Well, I mean, they might still be Warrens, but they weren't in the Charmed line. Except for whichever one Piper was in her past life. I'm sorry. It just it strikes me as well. No, no. She had a she had a she had a Warren power, but she wasn't in the line of Charmed ones. Yes, she was. Why? Why? Why would she not be? Because they were cousins. They weren't. They weren't. Oh wait, they were cousins to each other. Yeah, one of them was their great grandmother. Oh, okay. Like right, because there had never been. Oh, they had to make them cousins because there had never been three like, sisters before. Yeah. This is terrible. It's uh, terrible. Also, like, so you know which sister is going to have the charmed one legacy or whatever if she's the one that, get, that gets the Warren power, right? Wait, the Warren line doesn't make any sense now to me. Well, I mean, disregarding that episode because they established, they have established in other episodes that every Warren woman had one of you know, Melinda Warren's powers. Okay. Like, Prue had the ancestor who focused her telekinesis through her hands when they fought. I think I basically just need to see a Warren family tree. I, I just need to see the line. I just need to see the line that goes from Melinda to the Charmed Ones. I just... They needed to stick with just everyone in the family having one of the Warren powers. And, like... Well... But in that episode, was Phoebe's power because was was it inherent to her, or was it because she had made a deal with the devil? Because remember, didn't she get that power because she was like fucking a demon? Yeah, and then he gave her like a a he she could only make things hot until he gave her a special potion that increased her power threefold, and then she could do fireballs. Oh, so he only increased her power. It didn't he? Didn't make it be fireballs. Uh, he might have made it be the heat thing because we know we do know that they get different powers when they go evil. But yeah. Well, so was was Prue evil? <laughs> With the ice, and the comics have this issue too, where all of the Hollowell kids have like different powers, even though, uh, although I guess it makes sense because. Chris is telekinetic. Mm-hmm. Because unlike Wyatt, Chris just... Because Wyatt has the other destiny that makes him omnipotent. Unlike Wyatt, Chris is just... He just... He has one of the standard Warren powers, and he has orbing. Well, you know why Chris is telekinetic? Because he's the reincarnation of Prue. It makes so much sense! Yes. This is our theory, and yes, we will stick to it. Yeah. I've started talking about it on Reddit, like, a lot. So expect to hear it everywhere now. You've been talking about it on Reddit? Yeah. What do other people think? I'm curious. People, you should, I, I don't get a lot of responses to that to that theory, but I, I feel like people are on board with it because it makes sense. Why else? So, okay, we're way ahead of things here. Yeah. Okay. We will save this for when Chris actually shows up, which yeah. I'm very excited for. I know I've mentioned it a lot, but I am ready to talk about Chris. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to squander talking about Cole. I feel like we should be in, like, Pete Cole right now. It's so weird that they don't overlap. <laughs> Do you think Chris has a C name because uh, they weren't sure? That he was actually going to be their nephew and maybe he was actually going to be Phoebe's love interest instead? Oh, gross. Yeah. Gross. Because, you know, the thing, the the portent when she went back to Pasty Past Time said that she'd end up with someone with a C. And she does, and it's Coop, and it's the worst thing ever, but, you know. 
I don't think people are sufficiently impressed with my story about the about the bottle caps. I I, I It's a good story. It's no, it's not a good story. It's like weird. It's weird. I, I don't think people appreciate enough how weird it is. Yes, it's a good story. Charmed. So back at the penthouse, the the evil paralegal is still trying to bone Cole and steal Phoebe's baby. And Cole's like, oh my god, who put that idea in your head? Who put that stupid, stupid, stupid idea in your head? And the seer's like, it's me! I haven't been in the last couple episodes. Enjoy this audience. Oh. I do love how pissed the seer is with Cole. She's like, oh my god, I am psychic, you need to just shut up and do what I tell you to do, and I want you to get balls deep in that blonde paralegal. Cole is like, Cole is accusing the seer of betraying him now, and she's like, I made you! Literally the only reason you are the source right now is because of me. He's also like, if you foresaw bad things happening, why didn't you stop it? And it's like, Cole! What do you think they are doing right now having this conversation with you? Literally, literally they show up at the penthouse. They're like, we foresaw that if you don't stop being a little human, then things are going to go bad for you. And he's like, if you foresaw bad things for me, why didn't you stop it? Cole! Cole! So Cole's mad that... The seer tricked him into hiring a seductress, which I guess is just a kind of demon. You just said yeah, succubus. Like incubus. Succubus, yes. Not incubus. Tomato, tomato. In that they're different. <laughs> I guess it's more tomato, potato. But, yeah. Cole, Cole, Cole confronts the seer about this betrayal, and the seer's like, help me help you. Come on. Look. Oh wait, this is this is actually important though. Yeah. This the seer says that the source's power is what has been blocking Phoebe from having a vision that he's actually the source. And that if Cole becomes too powerful, it will overpower the source's like shielding, like Bella against Edward. The love shields that protects Bella from having her mind read. And that it was it's not just a love shield. Anyway, it's it's her vampire power. It's just it's manifesting even when she's a human. For any particular reason. Or... Well, so apparently, like, all humans have a thing that they're good at. It's just usually not so obvious. And it doesn't become a thing that really means anything until they actually become a vampire. And then it becomes a vampire power, right? Like, Alice probably had slightly better intuition when she was a human before she was turned into a vampire. Mm. I feel like I know way too much about Twilight for not caring for it at all apparently what was jasper's thing he was a confederate vampire it's not a really good superpower oh no that's not his superpower that's his I, that thing. was the one thing i know about him is that he's alice's obligatory heterosexual love interest slash brother and uh I that mean, he was a confederate soldier for no reason i just watched um i just watched princess weeks's uh, youtube video about confederate vampires and it's really interesting it's like why 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 
I don't know why I'm thinking about it like it's going to come to me. I have no idea what his superpower is, whatever. Weren't there, like, two other couple? Like, it was Alice and Jasper and the dad and Edward. And wasn't there another couple? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's six siblings. Wait, no, there's five siblings, right? There's Alice and Jasper and Renee and her boyfriend, whose name I forget, and then Edward. That's too many. You know what? You just, you, I was going to say you just need three, but you don't. You need two. Alice and Edward. Those are the only important ones. Drop the others. Well, no, it's important that all of the... It's weird that we're talking about vampires now instead of last week where we were literally doing the vampire episode. Yes. No, it's important that all of the vampires have, like, chosen a mate and paired off and Edward hasn't, so he can be all lonely. Well, then just give Alice a boyfriend and give uh, the gay doctor dad a wife. He has one. Oh, then, yeah. So you just, you need two couples. That's it. Yeah, he's Carlisle, and his wife is Esme, right? Which is why the baby is... Is Renesme. Yes, which is not a real name. Because <laughs> it's Renee and Esme together. Uh, it should have been... She just named it Alice. Alice, yeah. I, I was <laughs> trying to combine Alice and Esme. Alesme. Honestly, honestly... Esmalice. There's just... Of all of the problems with Twilight, I feel like the biggest problem is how much the Cullens just squander the gift of eternal life that their vampirism is. Yeah. You know what I wanted to I know I know this ground has been covered a lot. I know I'm not the first person to say this, but you know what I want to do when I'm a vampire? What? Go to high school over and over and over again. Oh my god. Here yeah. like, okay. I am in my 40s, okay? I am not 100 years old. I am 40. And when I am on Tinder, I have that I have that age bar set to 30 because anything younger than that seems like it would be um, exhausting. Literal babies. Like literal babies. The idea of having to inter- the idea of being 100 years old and having to inter- have, have they never been on Twitter? Do they not know how annoyed it is to interact with 16-year-olds? Have you it's ever... just Tumblr all day long. Have you ever done your Renesmee name? Wait, so that would be my mother and my sister, right? Oh, I I always... I actually thought it was uh, Edward's vampire mom and... Uh... So it would be your mom and... Wait, no. No, I, I always just do it. It's the grand, It's your grandparents of whatever gender you are. Oh, right. Yeah, I have. And it's... Uh, well, it, you can do it a bunch of ways. I like mine though. What's yours? Sauna. Well, here's the thing. My my grandmother's my maternal grandmother's name is Betty, mm-hmm. and my paternal grandmother's name is Anne. So it just sounds southern. Batan. Oh sure, just Betty Anne. Yeah. Betty Anne. Well, you have to merge them more. Batan. Yeah, because it, it, it's it's not Renee Esme, it's Renesme. Batan. Or Annette. But mine works out really well. Saul and Dana. Sauna. Oh, wait, was Renee her mother's name and not the other sister's name? Am I messing that? No, it was the sister's name. She was closer to the other sister than Alice. No, see, this is the problem. I shouldn't be talking about Twilight because I know people care about Twilight, and I'm messing it up. But gonna get a bunch of angry comments about this one. Yeah, yeah. Tell me how much you loved Twilight. 
Oh God. Can't can't get into it. But I might rewatch Dominic Noble's videos about it later after we're done recording. I love how uh Bryce Dallas Howard vampires uh big plan was creating an army of literal baby uh, I, I was gonna say literal babies but figurative baby vampires even though vampires get stronger the older they are so she's like i've made an army and it's like yeah an army of the weakest possible vampires yeah but they're like toddler vampires they're vampires who have no fear and like massive bloodlust like but like I, what what would you max what would you rather fight one martial arts master or a hundred sugared up toddlers. Okay, but the thing is, I feel like we're, if I had no moral compunctions about fighting toddlers, it would be much easier to beat up a hundred toddlers than one martial arts master. <laughs> I guess that's why they all die. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, that's why I'm saying her plan was terrible. It's like having an army of attack pugs. Wait, why? Why pugs? Why attack pugs? Because I'm trying to think of the worst animal that you could have as an army of attack animal. And pug is what you came up with? I guess they are. Because they're technically dogs. <laughs> she She's like, I have an army of vicious attack dogs, but they're all overbred pugs. It's like you, you, you. you your choice is fighting one vicious wolf or a hundred pucks whose tongues don't even really fit in their mouth. You can't even like really breathe right with their little squished in faces because pugs are just an encapsulation of the evil that humanity does to animals. Charmed. So, uh, Phoebe shows up and is like, Hey Cole, are you evil? Are you a demon? Yeah, she, 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 she's, she's, she leads into it with a whole, hey, Cole, so something bad happened, and he's like, baby, and she's like, no, no, but I shot fire out of my hands, and he's like, okay, or, I mean, Piper blows stuff up by pointing at it, you just finally got an actively offensive power, and she's like, no, no, it's evil, it's an evil thing, I'm evil now. Yes. Evil. Her her thought is, okay, if I'm evil, that must be because the baby's evil. Because I, Phoebe Hallowell, could never do anything wrong. Well, Cole does give a whole speechy speech about how she's the purest, sweetest, most beam of light person he's ever met. And there's no way she could ever be evil. Here's the thing about that speech. This is Cole talking about how, even though it's not acted well, but just like talking from a script point of view this is cole talking about the extent to which he loves phoebe and then when he touches her cole has overpowered the source and just as the seer said it would just like the seer said just like the seer foresaw phoebe has a vision and sees cole being sworn in as the source of all evil slash king of hell we were talking about it like phoebe actually brings up the demonic fetus thing but she doesn't she doesn't accuse him of being a demon until she has the premonition and even then she does not accuse him of being a demon she just flips the fuck out runs screaming into the elevator and then is just hitting the button while going ah see that's the problem with penthouse apartments that have the elevator that opens right into the penthouse you can't like run out and slam the door 
Uh, she's trying to get away from her husband, who she, you know, just saw becoming the source of all evil. But she just, she's sitting there, or she, she runs into the elevator, and then she's hitting the door close button as often as she can, because it's not a good way to escape the situation. It's really not. Back at the manor, pa- Piper and Paige are trying to destroy the grimoire, but they can't because it's a magical book. And the wizard is like, how about if you just let me have it? And he's, they're like, no. And he's like, but with the power contained within that book, we could do great things. And Piper's like, we're the charmed ones. We're already basically omnipotent. I like, thought you were going to say we're the charmed ones. We don't do great things. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's like, we could, we could save all of my people who were killed off. And she's like, we don't care about that. We're the charmed ones. <laughs> Sucks to suck, losers. Have you ever tried not getting wiped out by demons? We do it every day. Well, we usually do. Not true. <laughs> and they do die a lot. But this attitude will later return when demons kill everyone in magic school. God. You know, the literal children. Oh, my God. Anyway, Phoebe comes in, and now they're all consoling her about what she saw. And while they're doing this, the wizard has turned into a little NPC who just keeps walking over and saying, Hey, are we are we done yet? Hey, are we done yet? Because he's on a loop, because it's an illusion. It's not even he didn't even he didn't even put in the effort to do an illusion that could like communicate with them, which we know he can do. I like how they're not picking up on that. They're having this giant conversation because leo came back and they're like so is he evil and and leo's like yeah i don't know the elders didn't really have any useful information but you know what the elders had no useful information except for the fact that wizards are very powerful and he could turn the book into a weapon he could use to kill the source therefore becoming the new source this is what i was saying before right he wants to be the source apparently i guess because cole was involved in the killing of the old source that allowed the source's essence to go into him but if it's just the charmed ones then that wouldn't happen okay because the source can't enter the charmed ones because they're witches who have already got that locked in their goodness happening, even though in this very episode, Phoebe's going to become the queen of hell. Yeah, I guess you have to be evil, or I guess wizards count as demons enough, or whatever. Like, I see what you're saying, but shouldn't the very fact that Phoebe became queen, whatever. They've all become evil at this point anyway. <laughs> Paige was possessed or whatever. I know that was before the the window closed or what have you. But. She was a vampire last week. Yeah. Anyway, the, the wizard's got the book now. Yeah, it turns out that the the fact that they've used the same bit of ADR for Armin Shimmerman five times wasn't just lazy. It was a hint that that is an illusion and now he's gone and so is the evil book. Seriously, he was on the same 10 second loop like five times before they caught on. Down in the caverns, Cole is like, um, we're just starting the ceremony and hoping you get the book back on time. And the seer's like, I foresaw we got the book. Don't worry. Calm down. It's fine. We must keep up appearances, oh, source of all evil. And Cole's like, oh, this is dumb. I want to go home. I'm bored. I want Phoebe. And 
the Seer's like, if you leave, the wizard's gonna kill you, and Cole's like, yeah, Armin Shimmerman's gonna kill me, okay. Actually, it's, it's such, honestly, he sounds like a teenager here. The Seer says, he will kill you and take your throne, and Cole says, let him, I don't want it! All I want is Phoebe. Which, I mean, that's... Again, again, he's playing it like a toddler, but it could be being played so much better if we were actually seeing this as the conflict between Cole and the source, which is what it is, but it's not how it's being played. I do really like this here response to that with, fine, I'll get you Phoebe. And then she does her cool teleport out. The Charmed Ones are ransacking Cole's office for proof that he's the, oh, it's the penthouse. Yeah. Ken oh. has the office. Tomato, tomato. They're they're looking for evidence that Cole's the source and where they might be holding the source ceremony. Which, Phoebe, if you didn't find that information last time. Right? I mean, I guess she has her sisters looking with her, but... Anyway, the evil paralegal comes in and is like, you know what, you were just a means to an end for Cole, but now that, now that he has what he needs, I... Uh, he doesn't need you anymore and it's like oh my god even phoebe knows this is bullshit phoebe knows that uh phoebe knows that cole has no interest in the evil paralegal when she's around and then she well she has a little kung fu fight with julie and piper makes to blow up julie julie is the evil paralegal yes and and Phoebe's like, no, this is my fight. And she fireballs Julie to death. Okay, she doesn't fireball her to death. She, like, shoots flame out of her hands like a flamethrower until she burns up. Like, it's not very graphic as far as the CGI, but it's it doesn't have the cleanliness that an explosion or a fireball implies. It's like, she kills that person. It's a demon, but you know. And, well, that's the other thing. They're like, oh, my God, Phoebe, that was so evil. It was way eviler of you to kill her with a fireball than to let Piper kill her with an explosion. Yeah. Yeah. And then Phoebe shimmers away, and they're like, oh. But, yeah, not but it, good. But it was the seer. It wasn't Phoebe suddenly developing shimmering. But <laughs> she she's down in the seer's evil lab office, whatever you'd call it. And and Phoebe's like, what did you do? How did how did you get me here? And the seer's like, magic. You remember you're a witch. I'm a demon. This is like a this is not is this new to you? Is this new information? Phoebe tries to do the fire thing on her, and the seer no sells it, and she's like, okay, okay, can we can we just have a conversation? I don't think there's an adequate explanation for why the seer is able to just turn off her her fireballs, but okay, whatever. She's wearing a fireproof cloak. It's red. Okay. But her real power her real power is convincing Phoebe that Cole loves her and that she should stand by her man, both for her man and for her baby. And this is again what I was saying before. If if this if the direction and the acting emphasized what's happening here, where Phoebe is realizing that this is the family she's going to choose, even if it is quote-unquote evil, like that would be so much more interesting and stronger than whatever it is that they're doing here, which is nothing. They're doing nothing. 
Okay. I am going to give the seer credit here. Everyone else in this episode is half-assing it. The seer's speech to Phoebe is really, really great. Because as soon as Phoebe's done trying to burn the seer to death, the seer's like, okay, can we talk? Because I want you to know that your son is growing inside of you. You have a baby boy growing inside of you. It is half you and half Cole. Cole loves you. I have done everything I can to extinguish that love, but he loves you. That is a child conceived in love. You have a family here. You have a family you need to protect or they will die. If you do not embrace your new destiny, your husband will die and your son will die. Do you think there's anything significant in the fact that she tells Phoebe that she's carrying a son when the Warren women have traditionally only born daughters? Ooh, that's interesting. I do think, yeah, you know what? That is probably the whole Wyatt and later Chris. <laughs> Poor Chris. But the whole Wyatt thing kind of made me used to the idea of the Charmed Ones having a boy child. But, but you'll remember when we get there, Grams didn't even want to do a wickening for him because he was a boy. Yeah, Grams wanted to throw him right in a wood chipper. Right? And it... I don't know, it makes sense because she had a vision of herself having a daughter and clearly her visions have changed if she's going to have a son. Wait, when did she have... You're right, she hasn't had that vision yet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I just, I think having this, I think the fact that when the seer told her it was a son, I was like, ah, that's part of what changes her mind. Because it, it disconnects her from the Warren line. Which is weird, because of course when Piper has a son, it doesn't disconnect her from the Warren line, but whatever. That's just, that's just Brad Kern taking over. We will deal with, we'll, we'll deal with Wyatt when we get there. So... So, Cole confronts the wizard, and they have... And by confronts, you mean the wizard tries to beat him with the staff? Yeah, they have a little round of fisticuffs, and Cole's fisticuffs. like... And Cole's like, you know, I don't want to be the source. I just want to be with my wife, the woman I love, and our baby. Like, if you want the source power, you can just take it. And then we go to commercial, and when we come back... When we come back, Armin Sherman is like, I was not prepared for this. Hang on, let me find the page with the spell on it. Yeah, and Cole's like, hurry up. Get the source out of me. God. And Armin Sherman's like, excuse me, Rome wasn't sucked out of some dude in a day. If I had been there. <laughs> if I had been there. Oh, my. But, like... Armin Shimmerman's like, so why are you willing to give up being the source? And Cole's like, do you need that information? And he's like, I'm just making conversation, dude. Cole says, I lost someone I love and I want her back because Cole is nothing if not super, super dramatic. And uh, the wizard's like, yeah, okay, whatever. So for this spell to work, we're going to need blood. You know, like, like all spells do. Yeah. Blood magic. Blood, 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 blood. And Cole, like, holds out his hand. He gets sliced by the, like, crooked knife. It's an, it's an, it's an atme. So they, both of their arms are cut. They're bleeding into the grimoire. There's Cole. a weird thing in the grimoire, by the way, mm -hmm. where there's, like, an illustration 
of a, of a, of a circle with candles around it. And when they spill blood onto that page, it's like they don't need to actually set up the candles like the drawing was enough. I, it's like production design took the week off. So Armin Shimmerman says the little Latin thingy. Uh, it has malice in it, so you can tell it's bad. Uh, and then he starts doing the, like, soul punch thing from the Doctor Strange movies. Well, he's, like, pulling, he's pulling, well, it looks like he's pulling out Cole's soul, but what he's actually pulling out is, like, the power, the source's power. The source's power that just happens to look like a glowy version of Cole. Yes. But Phoebe and the Seer arrive just in time for Phoebe to be like, not on my watch, and she fireballs the wizard, and now there, now there are no wizards. Happy? Now there are no wizards. And then Phoebe runs to Cole's side and she's like, I saved you because I love you, even if you are a demon. Let's go be demons together. Yeah, Cole's like, that guy was our last chance to not be, like, evil. And 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 Phoebe's like, okay. So the Paige, Piper, and Leo all orb in. And they're like, what happened here? And Phoebe, co- Phoebe goes over and she picks up the grimoire and... And Paige is like, but wait, I thought only evil could hold the grimoire. And then she takes, Phoebe takes Cole's hand and is like, yeah, I'm the queen of hell now. And the two of them, not shimmer, they uh, burn out, yeah, flame they out, burn away. And then the seer stays to like give that last exposition. She's like, yep, Cole is, Cole is solidified in his power and Phoebe's his queen. And Piper's like, you poisoned her. And Paige is like, maybe we should vanquish you. And the seer's like, good luck without the power of three. Amazing. Amazing. Love her. They ask Leo where Phoebe is and Leo can't sense her anymore because she's not his charge anymore. And yeah. Yeah. I. Okay. The whole thing about Cole and the source and all of that, like, I. I have so many issues with that. I I mean, we talked a lot before this episode about how different it would be if Cole was actually tempted to evil by, you know, the real world, by trying to protect Phoebe, by all of the things that could have tempted him to evil. But instead, it's like, oh, Cole had no agency. It's just he's taken over by the source. And here, Phoebe saved him, quote unquote, by killing the wizard and now she's willing to be the queen of hell so that she can be with him and they can raise their baby together, which would be more powerful if she hadn't just condemned Cole to being obliterated by the source of all evil since they have been very clear that they are two separate entities. Mm. Although... Are they really? Yeah. Uh, so... Cole goes out to present Phoebe to the underworld at large, and then we just cut to the seer who's like, ha ha, uh, you know, as according to plan. Okay, so you know how you talked about how you really liked the way that they made the wedding work so that she was married in the dark way? Yes. I agreed with you at the time. I thought it was cool the way they did it. But... I think I would have liked it better if she had made the choice because that's really what this should be. This coronation should be the wedding and she should have chosen 
the dark way at that time. Otherwise, it's like, what is what is this? What are we even doing here? Well, see, that is kind of the problem with both Phoebe and Cole's turn and return, respectively, to evil, is that it's not really a conscious choice on either one of their parts. Phoebe has the influence of the demonic pregnancy and also the, all those potions the seer was slipping her, and Cole was just overshadowed by the source. Again, if these were both conscious choices, it would be stronger, and it would be, again, a payoff to the whole Phoebe has a propensity towards evil. I mean, we've talked a lot about the way good and evil work in Charmed, and I think part of the problem is that if there's not an agency to choose evil, if there's not an agency to choose good, it's a lot less interesting. And that's what we have here. But, And I guess that's why I'm so frustrated. It could have been so much better. Good is what you are. It's not what you do. Yes, exactly. The next episode is called Long Live the Queen. And the description on Peacock is, When Phoebe rejoins her sisters to save an innocent, the denizens of the underworld threaten a coup been one day it's been one day since colby gave the source oh but yeah this, enjoy this queen of hell thing where well it lasts because i think it's one episode if you know that... what would have been amazing if they had done a full season of phoebe as queen of the underworld no that's what i'm saying it should have been a whole arc where phoebe was the big bad you know flashback to our once upon a time podcast when they didn't really have the nerve to let Emma really be the dark swan. Yes. But yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, I, well, in Emma's case, you married the guy who sent your entire family to hell. But I guess it's it's not cable. It's network TV. We can't have a character just be evil for a full season. Mm. Yeah. What is this? Season two of Angel? Yeah. I guess that was also network TV. I guess they had the nerve to do it. Yeah, he, he murdered an entire room of people by locking... Yeah, Darla and Drusilla in there. And then he set them on fire. Yeah, but they were lawyers. I meant Darla and Drusilla. <laughs> but yes. Should we do our segments? Yeah, let's do our segments. Much like the Charmed Ones, we have our own power of three. The first power in our pack is Premonition. Who in this episode is, was, or will become famous? We've been pretty upfront about the wizard being Armin Shimmerman. Okay, so I knew that there was a thing in his talk that he gave at Dragon Con, so I was watching the Q&A from 2010. You might know him as Principal Snyder from Buffy or that dude from... Uh, Quark. Quark oh, from, oh from Star Trek. Oh my god. I just... I... <laughs> anyway, uh, I had never actually watched the whole talk, the whole Q&A that he did, and he is a really charming storyteller. Like, I had not realized mm. how, like, charismatic he is just talking off the cuff, but... Because he's normally playing slimy asshole characters. Exactly, exactly. But the thing that... The reason I was watching that talk, the, the quote I wanted to remember, and the thing that I think kind of went viral from it was when an audience member asked him who the biggest diva was that he had to work with. And which I didn't realize at the time when it went viral is that he actually tells the person recording to stop recording. And they do. And then when the recording starts up, he's obviously told a story about someone, but we will never know. But then he says, there were two shows that I hated working on. And one was, well, he says Bewitched. And then he's like, no, no, the one with the witches, Charmed. 
Yeah, he says he hated working with all three of those women and that there is a reason that they were cast to play witches. He said he hated, like, every moment on set of Charmed. God, you gotta wonder who the diva moment was because he he says he says that uh, he says that the biggest diva moments he saw were neither from Buffy nor Star Trek. But I'm, I feel like if he wouldn't have had them turn the cameras off and then said that if right? it wasn't from Buffy or Star Trek, right? Oh, hey, if any of you were at Dragon Con in 2010 and you happen to be in this panel, like. Just, just let us know. Just DM us. We won't tell anyone. Yeah, we'll keep it under our hats. So that is our premonition? Yeah, Armin Shimmerman. You've seen him in stuff. Probably one of the two shows we just mentioned. Wasn't he in like Warehouse 11 13. Star Treks? Oh. oh, he has been in four separate Star Treks as Quark. He appears in Star Trek Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Lower and Lower Decks as Quark. You can also appear in the original series if you're pretty good with video editing. He's also in the some of the he also plays voices Quark in some of the video games. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that'll bring us to the second power in our pack: time freeze. What specifically dated the episode for you? Oh my god, when Cole is on the baby website and it's got like a MIDI sound file playing in the background. That is the most Earl is most two thousand and one website I've ever seen. Okay, so I was going to say, hey, kids, back in the day, A, there used to be things called websites. And B, yeah, it wasn't all just Amazon. It wasn't all. There weren't just three apps that you circle between. Ugh. No, but there used to be websites and people used to set it up so that they would play music as soon as you opened them, which is the most annoying thing on earth. That, we should not have been allowed to do that. Well, I feel like the and, whole. And, and sound cards were not the way they are now so when you say music it was like a tinny like video game stripped away of any melody style version of a song also this is before video games had like full orchestras and stuff yeah yeah it's again like one a little electronic keyboard going like boo 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 but yeah i feel like the new thing that youtube and other platforms are doing where videos autoplay is sort of the sequel to that which stop it stop it hate it so much Uh, you make me not want to go to your website youtube i want to be able to score you know look through videos to try to find something without you know something you recommended to me popping up and playing yes i just want to go through it's terrible it's awful it's nobody cares about ui anymore yeah, like Facebook is nigh unusable now. Like I, I only use it for posting pictures of our kid. And like every time I go on it, it's changed for the worse. I don't get how people can use that website. I feel like I'm really old right now. Yeah, yeah, probably. Back in our day, the internet was functional. Right? And kids are like, okay, grandpa. There was a thin slice of time where the internet was fast enough so you could use it for stuff. But it was before everything was just three sites. Yeah, yeah. When it was before people had figured out how to monetize it, but after it was good enough to be monetizable. Mm. Yes. A thin sliver of paradise. I used to watch uh, slasher movies and 80s cartoons on YouTube because people could just upload whatever. Right? 
saw all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets and all of, I think, it was this thing where it was like Knights of the Round Table, but they had like, it was magic and technology were both things, but uh, it, it went in cycles was it a cartoon? I vaguely, I think I it, it was. Yes, a, yes. It was a cartoon, and like I think it was called like Arthur Three Thousand. Yeah, there was this weird thing where like techno, like technology and magic come in cycles, and technology's latest cycle just ended, and magic had come back. But there were these guys who could still use technology because they were like the descendants of King Arthur or something. I'm sorry, this is so off track. That was the time freeze. Uh, the last thing is telekinesis. What if anything genuinely moved you? No. I actually have one. Oh, please. Uh, the seer speech to Phoebe about oh. how, like, she needs to prioritize her family. It's a really good speech, especially because the seer is really upfront about the fact that, like, this is not what she wants. She's like, look, I was trying to make Cole into a source I could manipulate, and I can't because of, you know, like... She's really upfront about the fact that this is not the outcome she wanted, and she knows it's not the outcome Phoebe wanted, but they both just need to deal with it. Yeah. I I do have a secret power, though. Oh, which one of our secret powers did you activate? Uh, it, I'm going to I'm going to guess it was astral projection. Yeah, yeah. Cole's sitcom response to finding out he's going to be a father was so embarrassing it made me want to leave my body. Yeah. Yeah, it was not the right tone for this episode. It was so wrong. It was, it was Lynchian how wrong it was. Uh, David Lynch does this thing. Uh, it's especially noticeable in Twin Peaks, where he will like play the wrong music or like have a, almost like a sitcom style thing behind behind horror stuff or vice versa to just make you feel uneasy. It was it was Lynchian and how bad it was. <laughs> made me want to leave my body, and yeah. and the fact that something cold did made me want to leave my body. I mean that tells you something. I mean we've seen how, we've seen what a bad job Julian McMahon can do when he doesn't feel like acting that day. No one was feeling it today on set. Yes. I mean, the seer was, as always, a consummate professional. You know, you're right. Not fair. Yes, of I, course. I do feel like this is one of the first times Holly Marie Combs has really let us down, though. because she, she was tired of carrying everything on her back. Yeah. I think that does it for this week. Yes, that will about do it for this week. Our show is partially listener-supported. If you want to be one of the supporters, you should head over to our website, www.welcometotelevision.net, and click on our Patreon link. We'd like to thank our current $5 and above patrons, Beryl, Patricia, Rosa, Ryan, Maracruz, Benjamin, Kate, Jen, and Dan. If you'd like to support the show in other ways, you could always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show. If you want to talk about this episode or any episode or any episode of any television show, you can tweet at us at ilovetvzines or email us at ilovetelevisionzines at gmail.com. So until next time, I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And this has been Welcome to the Hallwell Manor.